This week's show is brought to you by Loot Crate, the official sponsor of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Loot Crate is the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, pop culture, and Disney fans like you. Start your subscription now at www.lootcrate.com slash tiki talk. Vahini mekioni mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 69 for the week of February 15th, 2015. It's time for an Enchanted Tiki Talk review. It's book review time in the Tiki Hut. Disney Publishing was nice enough to send over two new books that are based on the classic fairy tale of Cinderella. The first book that is just entitled Cinderella is not your everyday film story of this classic fairy tale. It's written by Brittany Kandow, and her story centers around a girl named Ella and her, her journey to find her true love in Prince Kit. All of your familiar storylines are still there, the stepsisters, the royal ball, etc. It's how she finds her way to Prince Kit that's a new twist and it's pretty interesting. The illustrations are done by, by Corey God Bay. The illustrations are very much done to appear like a fairy tale comic book. The style of artwork will, I think, kids will relate to and enjoy. This book retails for $16.99, and like I said, it does have a free ebook included. The second book is entitled Walt Disney's Cinderella. This is the retelling of the film version that all of us know and love. It's written by famed children's author Cynthia Ryland, who transforms the story into like 64 pages, is written with young children in mind. But what really intrigued me with this book were the illustrations. The illustrations are done by Mary Blair, who Disney fans will know from her legendary work on, on films like Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, The Song of the South, her concept artwork really brought these films to life for the animators to take it from there. Her work is also famous at Disney World. The, the mural that's inside the Contemporary Resort, uh, as well as inside of the pavilion in Mexico, can be seen to this day. The illustrations in this book are, it's amazingly beautiful. Each one could easily be a full-size poster, her work is, is just amazing. Any fan who has Disney books could could certainly um, put this one in their collection at home. Well, that's it for this week's book reviews. Both of these books can be ordered at www.disneybooks.com. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk, the only Disney fan podcast that officially endorses Cheerwine, Dole Whips, and Citrus Whirls as their snacks of choice. 
On this week's show, we're getting our flux capacitors tuned up and traveling back in time to when Disney still had ticket books and there were no Magic Your Way tickets. Hello, guys. Um, you know, as we said, we're going to take a step back in time and we're going to uh, check out some of the uh, the ticket books that Disney used to use. But uh, first, we have a special guest on the show, Jordan Duncan. I want to welcome you into the Tiki Hut. Welcome, Jordan. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I know that you've been uh, a listener since pretty much day one, day actually day 27 or something along those lines but that's okay um (laughs) we keep records so (laughs) we know when you logged in oh man the dsa is after you yeah caught red-handed jordan why don't you introduce yourself to our audience and tell them why you uh have a passion for disney my name is jordan um I've, i've always enjoyed disney I've always been a big fan of animation. Uh, my first year in college, was act- I was actually a- an animation major and in hopes of working for Disney, but I kind of figured that was a long shot. I took a break from school, then I went back, um, and my girlfriend and I started going back to the parks around 2010, and I think we've been every year since then. And it's just something that we enjoy doing uh, on a yearly basis. Now, what made you first, uh, like, decide to finally go to the parks? <laughs> it was a really funny story. She came home from work one day, and she just kind of said, Hey, I think I want to go to Disney World. And I, I would think I was watching TV at the time, and I kind of laughed it off. I was like, Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Eh. And then two days later, she comes home. She's like, Oh, can you get these days off of work? Because I booked our Disney World trip. And I, like, <laughs> 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 I said, Wait a minute, what? You were serious? And she's like, Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was at, my job's pretty flexible, so I was able to get the time off of work. And that was in September of 2010, and uh, we love it so much that we make every attempt to go at least once a year. Sometimes, typically during the fall, just because that's when our schedules line up to go. Oh, that's cool. So she uh, pulled you into the Disney fandom at that point, going to the park. So that's, that's nice that she didn't give you a choice, and she said, well, that's it, we're going. Right, right. And it's funny because I had been once in 94, I, and I enjoyed it in 94, but, you know, as an adult, I, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't think of just going for the sake of going until she mentioned it. But uh, I'm glad she did because it's, it's kind of a, an annual event for us now. Cool. I'm glad uh, that you have the bug and you love going and that you listen to Enchanted Tiki Talk. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yep. All right. So um, as I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to uh, play the... The ticket game. So basically what it is was when um, Disneyland first opened, they had these ticket books that you used to get onto the attractions. You Originally, you would pay to get into Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom X amount of dollars just to walk into the gate, and that did not include your tickets to get onto the attractions. So they came out with uh, ticket books that were originally at Disney, and I think it was, I believe it was A through D only, and they instituted the e-ticket attraction several years later. So now the ticket books were A through E, which, but they were phased out in the early 80s, 1981 or 82, I think Alan had told me before. So um, it's basically sort of kind of like um, how the fast pass system works, the tiered system works. You know, you have your your A tier, B tier, and C tier, and you had to choose one from each thing for fast pass. Um, except here, it went from A, B, C, D, and E. Um, so we're going to go through each group, and we'll tell you what the options were in that group, so you guys have an understanding uh, of what attractions may have, if, t- if the ticket books were around today, what they may actually still be in that particular category. So um, as, as most people know, E is um, 
the, typically the most popular attraction, where A is the least popular attraction. So um, we're going to start off in the, the A category. Um, and the A grouping is um, at the Magic Kingdom, is at the Omnibus, horse-drawn vehicles, the Prince Charming Regal Carousel, any of the Main Street vehicles, the Treehouse, Liberty Square Riverboat, and the Carousel of Progress. A um, little bit of... Not maybe a little bit of history was that um, the Carousel Progress was actually free for you to go into at the Magic Kingdom. They actually didn't charge you. You didn't need a ticket to get in the Carousel Progress. Actually, you did have a ticket that included the Carousel Progress, but we figured we threw it in the A category anyway. So, um, Jordan, as our guest, uh, why don't you tell us what your choice is for the A category? Um, sure. Um, I, I went with the riverboat, um, the Liberty Square riverboat. Uh, it's not something I've done yeah, I do really enjoy that whole Liberty Square area of, of the park. I'm also from New Orleans, so riverboats were very common uh, going up and down the Mississippi River. Um, so I, I kind of feel like a, a nostalgic homesick connection to, to a riverboat. So it's something I want to do um, just because it kind of reminds me of home a little bit. Yeah, the, the riverboat is actually a, a nice quiet, semi-quiet little attraction just going around um, Tom Sawyer's Island. Island is, you know, I enjoy doing that. It's something that I don't do all the time just because because I, I, I guess it's not that thrilling. I just don't feel like I need to do it all the time. But I think that's a that's a really good choice out of that section of um, that A-ticket category. Keith, what about you? I chose the Carousel of Progress. Even though it was free with admission. It's one of those attractions that kind of like started everything for Walt and Disney as far as the parks go. I mean, it was at, at the World's Fair, and it's one of the few items left that Walt touched and had his hands on. So it's one of those attractions that I try and always go in. The vehicles, you know, they don't really appeal to us as much. I mean, we can just walk everywhere. I chose that for mine. That's a safe uh, choice there. That's always a, a classic Disney attraction. I remember when that used to be seasonal, so actually I haven't been on that in several years because when it became seasonal, I was just so used to it not being open. And now when I go, I just forget it's even there. So How dare so, you forget I know, it's right? even there. I know, right? That's bad. <laughs> You're obviously not a true Disney fan, Sean. I'm not a Disney fan at all. I'm actually a Universal fan. And oh, been, well, that's obvious oh, by you oh, referencing oh, Back oh, to the Future I, at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what podcast am I on right now? <laughs> we just uh, we just pay him for his engineering skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, going back uh, back to Jordan's real quick. Uh, you mentioned you hadn't been on that on the riverboat before, but when you do ride it, make sure you have your camera. You get a lot of really cool um, photography chances on that attraction. You get different angles of Big Thunder Mountain and the Haunted Mansion that you can't get from anywhere else. So that's definitely one great reason to ride that attraction. Uh, but then on to my own choice, I'm going to go with Keith uh, on Carousel of Progress. I mean, it's a classic Walt Disney World attraction. It's one of many that, you know, I always try to go on. Uh, it's not the most exciting. It's not the most uh, uh, entertaining even, for that matter. But it's fun. It's kind of hokey. Uh, it's fun to look at the 1994 scene there at the end and <laughs> and, and uh, see how the future was uh, and never is sort of thing but it's just such a great attraction it's the history like keith mentioned it's something that i i can't pass up so i'm taking the carousel of progress for my a ticket do they still have laser discs in there or they use dvd players now 
I think it's still the I think it's still a laser, laser disc. disc. I don't think they've changed yeah. anything it? about it. Um, well, uh, funny story. Uh, that's the one thing I remember doing in '94, and whenever we were going around and we, we were coming up to that last section, I thought, man, I wonder if they've changed anything. And the only thing I noticed was that they actually changed out a TV to a flat panel TV. Okay. Yeah, I remember the, yeah, I remember the TV being like one of those really big old projection televisions. And uh, I, I mean, correct if anybody out there, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the one thing I noticed that was, was different. So I'm actually surprised that, um, nobody like uh, PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo took over as the video game of choice to be played while that kid is playing, right? I think he's still playing that, right? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the, the um, virtual reality star pilot game. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised that one of those, they didn't get one of those uh, companies to sponsor it. I mean, that's what, something that I would have done, you know? Yeah. I wonder... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I say it's like I'm shocked that the kid's not on, you know, like a hoverboard and <laughs> well, that doesn't happen until I think Oct- October was it fifteenth this year or something like it's that. This yes. year, yeah, yeah, yes. October fifteenth this year. Yeah, yeah. Why are we still talking about Universal? But to be fair, <laughs> to be I fair, love Back to the actually, Future too. I mean, I can't help. Oh, it. it's one of my favorite movies. But if if they were really going to do a future scene for the last scene, now the kid would be playing on his iPhone, playing you know trivia crack or something, and right, yeah. not paying attention to to the mom and dad. So. I think I think what they have now is at least better than that. A family all sitting around on their iPhones and iPads. Right. Sure. All right. So my choice in category A is going to be the Carousel of Progress as well, because I haven't been on that in a while. I figured it'd be a lot of fun to experience it with uh, Keith in the middle of Alan and I. And I, I thought it would be pretty sweet to do that and a great picture moment, too. And Gene Shepard is awesome, too. He, if they did change it up any, they, they would probably have to re uh, record the uh the voices and stuff and i don't want to lose uh gene shepherd's voice so that's true let's just leave it alone <laughs> all right so uh, our next category is category b and we give you the choices here this is the uh the mad tea party the country bears the walt disney world railroad the tomorrowland transit authority people mover the astro orbiter the magic carpets of aladdin hall of presidents stitches great escape Oh man, this is this is the one where I actually had a had a little bit of a trouble deciding. Um, but I, I decided to with, to go with the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. I like it because it's one of those sit down and relax uh, kind of attractions, and I really like how it goes right through Space Mountain. So you almost get the excitement of Space Mountain as well as relaxing on this nice People Mover. It's a nice way to. Uh, hang out for a bit and kind of re-energize before you go off uh, on your next excursion uh, out in the park. All right, so this one was actually like hard for me as well. There's a bunch on here that uh, we always, you know, like to hit. Um, but I chose uh, the Country Bears. I've said on past uh, uh, like episodes that you know like I really enjoy that show. That the music is great. It's funny. It's a sit down. It's inside. Is never a, like a wait for it at all. <laughs> I choose Big Allen, the Country Bears. Why don't you sing a little for us? Hey, you're no, ahead of us. Big Allen, I'm mind. good. <laughs> Big Allen. Well, there's there's really only one right answer here, and 
<laughs> answered it correctly. And that's obviously the Tomorrowland Transit Authority Wedway People Mover, whatever the heck they're calling it these days. You're not going to choose Stitch's Great Escape, obviously. Hall of Presidents. <laughs> you know, I, I respect the history of the country and the presidents of the, of the country, but yeah, I got better things to do. I, I mean, it's it pales in comparison to great moments with Mr. Lincoln at Disneyland anyway, so... Moving past that, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, eh, whatever, Astro Orbiter, same thing. We're going to ride a spinner. There's a far better spinner than either of those. Uh, Country Bears, I do enjoy Country Bears. I mean, I, you know, that was that was actually always my one of my mom's favorite attractions growing up uh, when, when we were going as a family. So I had to watch it a lot, and, and I enjoyed it. But Tomorrowland Transit Authority is, is really the only obvious answer here. Yeah, I'm going to agree with uh, you, Alan, and um, Jordan. The TTA was definitely my choice. It was kind of close coming from the, the railroad as well, because I do enjoy dry, riding the railroad, because you get to get to see a glimpse of the whole park. But the TTA is just, there's something magical about the TTA, it's just, especially at nighttime. It's so relaxing. You get to see beautiful parts of Tomorrowland. You get to see the, the castle in the distance when you make those couple of turns there. And it's just so much fun to just sit there and relax and just take it all in and their narration isn't too loud and you know people always seem to enjoy it so um the tta is definitely my choice the other options the, the mad tea party there's no way i was going to go on that that makes me ill so does the astro orbiter um the country bears scare me the magic carpet of aladdin you know it's a whole new world going on that so i'm going to avoid that and such well, a great escape <laughs> i'm not going on that one either so yeah, the TTA. Well, the three of us will go on it together, and I'll get a picture of uh, Jordan and Alan doing their uh, their bro hug there, sitting in front of me. I'll take the picture, and we'll post it on Twitter, and everybody can comment. No, it'd be a picture of him and I doing the, like, do not dance thing that's on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that picture you take there. That is a classic. <laughs> Sean sounded like a senior citizen with that yeah. answer. Oh, it's relaxing. It's not too loud. You can sit down. <laughs> to bring Everybody's in bed by 8 p.m. Yeah, let me tell you, when you have a couple kids in tow, that is a beautiful attraction. <laughs> and you can it's, and you can surf this back to Back to the Future because uh, Huey Lewis says, you're just too darn loud. <laughs> another Back to the Future reference. Check out the uh, the C category here. This is uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic, The Enchanted Tiki Room, our show's namesake, The Barnstormer, Enchanted Tales with Belle, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Monsters Inc. Laugh Horror, and The Tomorrowland Speedway. I'm going. I'm going with Mickey's Philhar Magic solely because it is something I haven't done. Every time we walk by, there's always a really long wait for it. Uh, I guess we always have the bad luck of, of passing by either right before a show lets in, so the crowds are just nuts. So we kind of just pass by it. It's just something I've never done and that I want to do. I actually have a list of things that we haven't done that we need to get done next time we go. And that's actually fairly close to the top of the list. So just because I haven't done it, I'm going to fill our magic. That's an excellent choice. This was actually the like, hardest group of choices for me. I mean, my heart says uh, Enchanted Tiki Room. I, I think I'm going to have to go with, with Jordan um, and uh, the Phil Harmagic. It's one of my favorite shows on property. The music is fantastic. Uh, the uh, 3D, exceptional. It just it makes you smile from start to finish. So I'll save you a, a seat, Jordan. Excellent. Thank you. I will be I will be right there. 
Well, go ahead and save me a seat too, guys, because I'm Aww. picking Solar Heart Magic as well. You know, that, that's a good section. That's a good group of attractions there. You know, Monsters Inc. Laugh Lore, I think, is it's fun. It's not a great attraction by any means, but it's kind of fun. Somebody has to be, you know, that guy, um, and that's always fun. I've actually been that guy before. No, I wasn't that guy. I was no. the guy who had to buy everybody churros. That's who I was. Mm. Um, and then Buzz Lightyear Space, uh, Space Ranger Spins is a fun attraction that I, I've always enjoyed. I finally got the perfect score on it. Uh, not on this last trip, but I think the trip prior to that. So that was pretty neat. But Mickey's Fall Magic, that's where I'm going to go. I, I love that attraction. That's my childhood. You know, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, The Lion King. That's my childhood. The music's fantastic. It's my wife's favorite attraction at Walt Disney World, so we always have to go on it anyway. But I don't mind it. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's, it's actually hard not to sing along a little bit you know, when you're when you're watching it. But that that's where I'm going. That's that's a great attraction. So hopefully maybe we'll make it a, a perfect sweep. Let's see. Sean, what you got? All right, so this is probably the most boring episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk ever, but I'm going to be doing <laughs> the same to you guys. He's going to Yay, perfect sweep. Love it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we all get to sit, sit uh, next to one another. I don't want to spoil anything for Jordan for some of the things that happen in there, but uh, that is a great, a great. It's probably my my favorite 3D show that in uh, Magic Kingdom. That and Bugs Life are really good, but Mickey's Philhar Magic with some of the sense that happen, I absolutely love that. So um, the Philhar Magic is definitely my number one choice. Well, that's fun. We get to all ride it together, or we don't ride that, but we get to all see it together. <laughs> I feel like I'm a trendsetter for the last couple of <laughs> You are. Yeah, it seems like you it. Are. Yeah. yeah, man. You're not I cool if anything. you don't do what Jordan does. <laughs> that, is, that, is, listen, that is not true. <laughs> don't encourage people to do that. <laughs> hashtag do what Jordan does. Uh, when he's, Next time he's in Disney World, hashtag do what Jordan does in every ride he goes on and see how many people follow him. <laughs> WWJD. It fits. We just, we just make braces. Oh, man. Why did I think of that? It's marketing genius. Oh, man. I'm going to steal that idea and give you none of the profits, Keith. Sorry. Now we're used to it. It's Jesus' profits in the beginning anyway, so it's all right. I will mail you one band of WWJD. Swag. <laughs> All right, the next category is the D category, which has the least amount of choices in it, which is um, Winnie the Pooh, Dumbo, Under the Sea, which is a journey of the Little Mermaid, It's a Small World, and Jingle Cruise. Or, or, or Jungle Cruise, you know, or j- Jingle Cruise. Christmas anymore. <laughs> jingle Jungle, yeah, whatever. Let's say I wasn't I wasn't there for the uh, Jungle Jingle switchover in December, but uh, yeah. I, I have it. On, I still have it on my mind. I definitely want to try it. Um, I like the the artwork they did for the poster print uh, for the Jingle Cruise. I would. Have, I'd love to have that poster. Yeah, I would too. It's a great poster. But uh, speaking of the Jingle Cruise, uh, I actually did choose the the Jungle Cruise. It's it's something that we missed out on the first couple of times we went. But the when we went on it. Uh, the first for the first time it's it's something that we always have to do now uh, i'm a sucker for a good pun and that thing is just full of puns i love it um i, I really enjoy it. especially if you get a, a good skipper that can that really knows like the script and can really interact with uh with the guests on board i, I remember um the first time the the skipper asked uh, who here believes that the 
Skipper should go down with the boat. And I was the only person who raised my hand, thinking it would be funny. And then she goes, you, what's your name? So I just slowly put my hand back down. <laughs> and, I, and then I looked the other way, and I just completely ignored her for the rest of the rest of the trip. But uh, that kind of solidified uh, us going on the Jungle Cruise every time now. So uh, that's that's my pick. Knock, knock. Who's there? Toucan. Toucan who? Toucan not fit through the turnstiles at the same time. Ah... Uh... People are turning off their devices as we oh, speak. That's, that one always makes me laugh. I've heard that one a few times while I was down there. It's amazing. The show just, people stop listening all of a sudden. I don't know yeah. We just put the zero listeners. Uh, listen, guys, I, I actually have to be somewhere, so. <laughs> we just went from a 1,000 downloads to zero in one second. Thanks for that, Sean. We're getting a 1,000 downloads? I don't know. I just made that up, dude. I thought we were at 11. <laughs> This podcast goes to 11. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. It's really oh, around 7 because the four of us downloaded. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and and then uh, Keith, Sean, and my mom, they downloaded. So <laughs> that's 7 right there. Because our wives don't listen. So Actually, my mom doesn't listen either. So we're actually down to 6. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Thanks for bringing us down, Jordan. God. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Man. Hey, my job here is done. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. No plugs for you. You were hired by Dixie Landings, weren't you? <laughs> Just to come on and ruin us. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, uh, and I do not take unsolicited money from Scott or Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Just turkey legs. Right. No, no. I, I, I would work for you guys if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so back on track here. The Jungle um, Cruise is a favorite of ours, but it really does depend on the skipper. We've had ones that have, it's real fun, and then we've had other ones where it's just kind of, you know, let's get this over with um, because I still have four more hours of a shift left. So I think for my pick, um, I'm going to go with It's a Small World. Once again, you know, it's one of those iconic attractions that you don't feel as if a trip is whole if you don't go on it you know once or twice even though the song gets you know jammed in your head for like five hours afterwards you know you still have to ride on it i agree with keith i mean that's a it's a small world is a is a, a must do um i'm having a hard time debating between it's a small world and dumbo Dumbo's the only spinner worth riding uh, at walt disney world as far as i'm concerned but I think I'm going to go with Keith on It's a Small World. Um, Dumbo actually is not something that I... I didn't start writing it again. I mean, obviously, I wrote it when I was a kid, but I, I didn't start writing it again on every trip until about three trips ago, maybe. So one of my trips last year, probably, I just was like, you know what? I haven't been on Dumbo in a long time. Let's go check out the new queue. And ever since then, I ride it at least once every every trip. But I've always gone on It's a Small World. I mean, it's it's a it's a Disney classic. Yeah, the song's a little bit obnoxious, um, and it's you know it's repetitive and just on and on and on. But it's a classic. I have to write it. So I'm going on. It's a small world with Keith. Yay! I I can't make up my mind. I still can't make up my mind between it's a small world and the Jungle Cruise. Oh, they're, they're it's both. a small cruise. There you go. <laughs> <Right above. laughs> I say I say come on the Jungle Cruise with me, and we'll let Alan and Keith. Hang out at Small World. 
You don't want to go on the Jungle Cruise with him because he'll be saying all those terrible jokes that killed our podcast. <laughs> well, I think they're funny, though. They are funny when the skipper says them. It's not funny when you say them. <laughs> but you never know. They might invite me up to you say a couple lines. You know, like like I can say, like, feel that mist on your faces? Don't worry. That's only the monkeys in the trees. Mm, you know, if you go on too long, you might come out ahead. <laughs> So, um, all right, guys, I'm gonna go now. You'll have a great time. (laughs) It's a small world after all. I think I'm gonna go on the jungle cruise with Jordan. Yeah, I'm afraid that Keith will sing the whole time, and I won't get a proper nap. So, I'm going with the the jungle cruise. You afraid Keith might serenade you? Yes, yes, I am. Ah, funny. After listening to uh, last week's episode, yeah, I think he will. I'm Man, you're just never going to let me put <laughs> that one down, are you? Wait, wait, wait. You didn't want to sing the Country Bear song, but you, you'll sing that Small World song? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm weird, from... Jordan. Uh, <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> we all know that. I can't sing, and apparently uh, the women hate it, too. So, um... <laughs> Just don't forget who the number one bachelor is. Okay, category um, E here. Um, On a side note, Jordan, this will make more sense after tomorrow, just so you know. <laughs> Jordan has no idea what we're talking about because that show yeah, hasn't played yet. Right. But you'll pick that up after tomorrow's episode, Jordan. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, category E. Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, Peter Pan, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Splash Mountain. This is the toughest one for me, anyway. All right. Um, this one was actually kind of easy for me, uh, given my Twitter handle, uh, and uh, I went with Haunted Mansion. Um, it's it's always been my favorite ride. Um, I've always been a lover of ghost stories and horror films. This is the the one attraction in the park that kind of puts my love of ghost stories into an attraction. Uh, I love the song, Grim Grinning Ghosts. Uh, every October, it's the ringtone on my phone. I, I really enjoy it. I, lo- I love the creepiness of it. I love the, the theming when you're going down the hallway and the, the little uh, candle holders kind of floating in midair. I, just, I love it. From start to finish, uh, easily my favorite attraction in all of the parks. Well, Jordan, um, scoot over in the Doom Buggy, because uh, I'm sliding in. Um, yeah. <laughs> as I've said, Haunted Mansion, it's my favorite attraction on property. Um, I take and ride it at least four or five times a trip. It's one of those that every time that I take and ride it, I tend to see like something new that I didn't see before. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, the, the new, uh, well, the newer interactive queue is is fun. It's just it's everything that Disney's about packed in you know, one attraction. I agree. It's it's my favorite, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but this is what I like to do. Typically, if we close a night out at Magic Kingdom, um, I like to kind of wait whenever the sun starts to go down, and it's not quite nighttime yet, but in that nice uh, the, you know, dusk, that twilight time where you can kind of go into the attraction, and when you come out of the attraction, it's completely nighttime. Have you ever done that move? I haven't, no. Uh, that's like one of my favorite things to do. I just I like like going in and 
having a little bit of daylight and when you come out it's the the park is just, it's completely nighttime and all the lights are on in the park and it's uh it's one of my favorite things to do but it's kind of tricky you got to perfectly time it but uh it's it's that's my number one attraction in the park too so you and i can sing grim grinning ghosts whenever we okay. we ride together you don't want to sing we've already gone over this <laughs> no i'm no it's already set in stone it's happening yep. <laughs> set in tombstone Oh, uh, yeah, there oh. you go. There you go. Uh, the puns right. just keep well, on coming. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, this was a difficult choice. Um, you know, the e-tickets are obviously the best attractions in the park, and everybody wants to ride all of them. But for me, I had to choose my favorite attraction in all of Walt Disney World. You know, we, we did an episode about that, so everyone knows. Everyone thinks I'm going to choose Haunted Mansion because of my avatar, but I'm not. My favorite attraction at Walt Disney World is Splash Mountain, so I'm riding Splash Mountain. To me, it's the it's the perfect Disney attraction. It's got dark ride elements. It's a thrill ride. It's a water ride that isn't too much of a water ride, so you don't get drenched on it. Uh, it's got great length it's uh what a 12 minute attraction i believe somewhere roughly around like 11 or 12 minutes i think is right um so it's not a get on and then 45 seconds later you're off uh you know i, I think it's just it's the perfect walt disney world attraction in every way even when it's not a hundred percent working properly it's still a fun attraction and then when it is working properly it's an amazing attraction so i'm sticking with that i love splash mountain no disney trip is complete without a splash mountain or, or you know a drop down Chickapin Hill, which is always a bummer when you go when they have it closed because I don't get to ride it. But I don't generally go during that time of year, so that's only happened a few times. But that's my favorite Splash Mountain. That's where I'm going. I had a real hard time with this because there's quite a quite a few of those attractions I just love, and you know they made my top. Most of them made my top five for um, when we did our top five Magic Kingdom. So this was really hard because you know I love Peter Pan. And I would love to see the new queue, but that ride, you know, like Alan was saying, that's like a, I think it's like 70 seconds long, if that. Um, Splash Mountain's a great attraction. You know, you you may get wet and you may get soaked on that attraction. The music is great. The animatronics are, dra- are great. The Seven Dwarfs My Train is new. I, I really enjoy that attraction. Big Thunder Mountain's a great attraction. Haunted Mansion. But I, I, I mean, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I absolutely love that attraction. I love the music. I love the... The slow boat ride, the animatronics, I love the queue. I just, for me, that's like practically a perfect attraction for me. So Pirates of the Caribbean is my choice. I can't wait until uh, after uh, this big uh, refurb is done. I want to see what they do to it. I know that they're they're fixing the animatronics and the sound and stuff. I just want to see it in its full potential, I guess, is the easiest way of saying it but they're like shutting it down for like six months or something so it should be cool once it opens up again i just wish pirates had a restaurant inside where you can actually watch you know like it is in disneyland and watch people go by in the boat that would probably instantly be my favorite restaurant in walt disney world oh yeah easily all right so that's going to that's going to round out the the ticket portion of our show here <laughs> so um <laughs> we're out of everybody. tickets <laughs> yeah we're all out everybody's got to go home now but uh, Jordan, that's that's. Uh, I'm gonna hope you had fun doing that. But uh, before we go, before we let you go, everybody that comes on um, the show gets to do the Tiki Lightning Round. So we're gonna ask you five questions, and I uh, hope we're ready. Hope you're ready. 
Oof, all right. Everyone Wait. gets to, everyone has to. It's a fine <laughs> line right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. No time like the present. Uh, favorite snack? Uh, you know what? I'm going with school bread. Nice. Favorite, favorite attraction? The Haunted Mansion. Favorite character? Uh, hoo, hoo, uh, mm, Darkwing Duck. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Obscure. Um, favorite movie? Oh, jeez. Does Star Wars count? Empire Strikes Back. It's owned by Disney. I'm going with it. Yes, it, it counts. <laughs> I'm doing Empire. So. All right. And your favorite Disney Park memory? Oh, man. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I'm going to get a little sappy on you guys, but the first dinner that my girlfriend and I had our first time at Disney World was at T-Rex at Downtown Disney. And every time I think about going to Disney World, I think of us having dinner at T-Rex. So I'm going to say the, our first dinner at T-Rex. I don't oh. think that's sappy. But that, right. that's, uh, that's it, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, okay. Favorite mm-hmm. character in the movie, least favorite character in the movie? Oh, it's favorite's always Darth Vader. Uh, I And then least favorite, Boba Fett. I said it. I think I just heard all the Boba Fett fanboys collectively oh. gasp. <laughs> yeah, I'm not editing that out. <laughs> Don't. I want, I, want to, I want people to tweet at me and bring the hate. <laughs> How dare you curse the Fett? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, no, Darth Vader. Always. Always the Vader. Well, Alan, Jordan, take it away. Well, Jordan, we obviously appreciate you coming on the show. We hope you had a good time. Uh, before we wrap it up, why don't you let our listeners know where they can find you so they can cuss at you over your hatred for both that. Well, before I get into that, I just want to say thank you guys for inviting me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm a big fan of the show, um, and I don't really do anything uh, online with the Disney community, so for you guys to ask just a listener like me on the show really means a lot to me, so I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. So, um, But you... Yeah, well, well, thank you. you can find me. I'm on Twitter uh, at Jordan Gastly is my Twitter handle. Uh, I will go ahead and put out this warning. My tweets are largely boring and uninteresting, <laughs> but feel free to follow me if you want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it at Jordan Gastly. And that's J O R D A N G H A S T L E Y, right? No, I don't think there's an E. Just No negative. No E. No, no E. I was wrong. That's all right. Shows what I know. <laughs> Thought we were friends on Twitter, Alan. Hey, we are. I just didn't spell it. Yeah, spell my Twitter handle without looking. Actually, uh, I spell mine every week on the show, so that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we obviously we do appreciate you coming on the show. We had a good time, and hopefully you did. Um, you know, the fact that you're, you know, what you say is not in the Disney community. I, you know, you you are. You're you're on Twitter. You're you're part of the Disney community, whether you're whether you like it or not. So you're stuck. <laughs> so, uh, but we appreciate you coming on the show. So that's going to do it for this week. But first we want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate, the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, comic book, and Disney fans. For more information, visit their site at lootcratecom slash Tiki talk. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store at Redbubble.com. And follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1MIN Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. 
You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am at Dole Whip Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and our guest Jordan, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Um, has actually has anybody actually been on the the TTA when the lights were on in Space Mountain? I haven't. No, no. I haven't. Uh-uh. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just curious. <laughs> I think that would kind of ruin say, it, though. Yeah, that was kind of a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for. Oh, guys, it's so great. You have to, you know, go on and they're like, oh my I god, it's so great. The lights <laughs> are on. Way to hype everybody up for nothing, Sean. <laughs> yeah, really. Wow. <laughs>